Welcome to the Happiness Dude Weekly Podcast, where we help you achieve more and be happier doing it. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Leonard. I'm excited to share with you some of the amazing stories and people like yourself that have found the secret to finding happiness in an ever-changing world. We will share real stories about real people. Let's be inspired as we seek greater happiness in our work and personal lives. In this episode, I had the opportunity to interview Courtney Watkins. She is a mom of three, a super attractor, and a very successful entrepreneur. During our time together, she talked about overcoming some of the personal trials that she experienced while going through cancer. Listen in as she gives some great inspirational thoughts about how to press forward in a very difficult time. Hello, Courtney Watkins. Welcome to the Happiness Dude podcast. I am so excited to have you on here. You are a mompreneur. You are an absolute exciting zeal for life type of individual. And I cannot wait to learn from you over the next little bit. How are you doing today? Hi, Mark. I am great. Thank you so much for having me on your show today. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is going to be a lot of fun because I love hearing about successful stories. And even more, I love hearing about people who have triumphed over difficult situations, over difficulties, over over trials, and have just kept their head above the water and no matter what, just kept going in the right direction. And you have a pretty phenomenal story. So I'm going to let you kind of introduce who... Who's Courtney? And, and tell us a little bit about you. Hey, Mark. Okay, well, that sounds great. I am excited to share my story with you because this is one, this is really the first time that I have shared my unique story and one that I never thought would be my story. So I'll start off by telling you kind of where I come from. I am a business owner, like you mentioned, entrepreneur, a mom of three amazing kids, a wife, a super attractor. So I love love attraction. I love all things of attracting the positive things that you want. And I'm also a part of a really amazing team. Being on a team is one of the things that is really special to me and is something that I wouldn't have planned on as a kid being on a team as an adult. The only team I was on in my life was a junior high tennis team. And that was really fun then. But I'll tell you, being on a team as an adult is really incredible because a lot of times as an adult, and I was here before I was on a team, you're really kind of living your life for other people and just kind of by yourself in your own head and kind of checking things off of that daily to-do list, constantly multitasking, and just kind of thinking about the future, not necessarily in an exciting route. And so being on a team, I love it because it's almost like having your own personal cheerleading squad. You have other people that have goals centered around the same things that you do. They are there with you through life. They're strategizing. It's all based on really positive relationships. And our company is really centered around empowering that entrepreneur. Empowerment really is such a movement. We use the word comfort zone a lot in my business. And when I first started hearing step out of your comfort zone, I did not like that term at all. I don't think very many people do. Knowing that we have to get outside of our comfort zone is like, whoa, because comfort is comfortable, right? Um, it's hard to do things that 
that makes us feel uncomfortable, nervous, scared, maybe embarrassed. And I decided to do that, Mark, because I saw the opportunity that came along with comfort zone pushing. And it was, this opportunity was brought to me really unexpectedly. I was working as a hairstylist. I was pregnant with my third baby and I loved my job. I loved being in the beauty industry. I loved making people feel pretty. I loved working with my friends and it was something that was kind of almost my hobby job. It was something I really looked forward to going to. And so at the time, I wasn't looking to add anything to that. When my friend came in and brought a little sample pack for some skincare to me, and I brushed it off a little bit at first, but being 30 years old, pregnant with my third baby, and working in a day spa, uh, wrinkles are really noticeable, which kind of sounds like a joke to a lot of people where they say, oh, you're 30. I don't know how many people can relate to that. If I wasn't at work, I wasn't getting paid. If I took a sick day, a vacation day, if my client didn't show, I was not getting paid for any of that time. And so when I came back, I started really noticing my friends' posts on Facebook, and they were almost jumping off of the screen at me. And that's where I really believe that opportunities choose us, and it's up to us to decide to take advantage of those signs. And so my friend, Stacy, her and I work hand in hand. She's my business partner. We had the opportunity to be a part of a challenge series. And it was one I just said yes to. And I saw what our leader was doing. And that's one of the biggest assets to this business is that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. It's really following the leader. And I did everything that our upline had told me to do. I did every single thing, which was completely out of my comfort zone, posting on Facebook, putting myself out there, knowing that my other friends in the beauty industry, this was really outside of our comfort zone. And I knew that they were criticizing what I was doing. I knew that this was something that we didn't do normally. And I did it anyway, because I saw what my friends that were having success in this business, in this industry were doing with their lives and what their families were doing. And I wanted more for my family, my kids, and myself. And so I just started along on that journey. It was really unexpected. And I just went for it. I asked my friends to do it with me. I told them that I was serious about this. I was excited about this. And also what made the business opportunity that I decided to do, what made that different and unique from other opportunities that I had seen before. And so I went along with that, Mark, and had a lot of fun, had a lot of vacations with it, a lot of different things that were on my vision board. I've always had a vision board. I created that and just started slowly checking things off of that because of what this business was able to provide. And so after being in business for, let's see, this was two years, uh, 2017, I decided to walk away from my hair career, which was uh, an exciting and uneasy thing for me. It was a really big high in 2017, Mark, because our business was at a point that we had qualified for our company's car incentive program. And I had a lot of time freedom with my kids. We were able to do some really fun things. It was a really exciting and fun time for us. 
And it was also turned into being one of our lowest of low years as well, because two months after retiring from my salon industry, I was diagnosed with a really aggressive form of breast cancer, which if you can imagine in December, this is probably one of the worst times to get a diagnosis like that. December 11th, I was Amazon Prime shopping, decorating for Christmas, planning Christmas parties, and all of those fun and exciting things. And our world came to a stop pretty much immediately. Being 34 years old and a two-year-old, all the way up to an eight-year-old, um, it was really an interesting time. And getting a diagnosis like that was really hard in a lot of ways. But what we kept looking at were how things had really fallen into place to make something like this a little bit easier. And it's kind of hard to say the word easier, but it was because we didn't have financial stress. We were at a position in our business that that was not an issue. We didn't have a time stress where I started going to doctor's appointments almost daily and I wasn't tied down to a job or clients that I needed to reschedule. And so those types of things were in place that we were like, wow, the timing for this could not have been better. As much as this was hard, as much as this was crazy, um, we were also really blessed because we live in an area that we were near the top cancer institute in the world and had access to some of the top breast cancer doctors around. And so we started doing all of the tests, all of those things. And we were also in our third month qualification for our car incentive program, which if anyone in this industry has been a part of that, that is just a crazy time in its own. That is just stressful and crazy. And now I'm that breast cancer girl. So it was just that December, I'll tell you, was one that we'll never forget, but was also one of our biggest blessing months as well. So we got our cancer plan. <laughs> how, did, how did you keep your head up? Uh, well, that's the thing. We got our cancer plan on December 30th, which is one of the top worst days of your life. You're in a tiny little room where they give you packets upon packets telling you how bad you're going to feel for the next year and all of the things that are going to happen. And so that day was like, whoa. And the day after that was December 31st. And we actually picked up our car that we had earned, um, Alexis, on December 31st. And those were the little shining lights, which might sound cheesy, but picking up a car that we'd earned, it just was a sign to us that good things were still going to come and were still going to happen. And I wish I could give everyone that has cancer a car because it really does make you feel better about your life. But um, after that, we had a two-week in-between period before I started chemotherapy, and we had a big car celebration with our team, and I started chemotherapy four days later. Wow. So it was, I'll tell you, that was um, highs and lows. If you've had highs and lows in your life, you know. And if you can imagine being in that situation. Uh, I will tell you the hardest thing about having cancer, Mark, is having cancer. Yeah. yeah. The times that are the hardest personally are when you think, I have cancer, you know? Um, 
never expecting that. And that's also the hardest thing for my husband, my kids, and my friends was that label. And so what I really decided to do was try not to focus on that label and being the cancer person, except for the days that I had to. So I've told you this before. I'm not sure if this was the necessarily the healthiest thing from the outside, but I almost would forget that I had cancer some days because the days that I thought about cancer were the days that I had a treatment, which I had chemotherapy every three weeks for an entire year from January through January. Um, six rounds of the strongest chemo, the one that's like really knocks you out. Oh, yeah. uh, I had six rounds of that. And being a hairstylist, my first concern was my hair. As soon as they told me that they were starting me on chemotherapy, I said, so am I going to lose my hair? <laughs> yeah. And he said, for sure. Yes. And so I started researching a system to keep my hair, which I chose the penguin cold caps. They're essentially a frozen cap that you change every 25 minutes. And there's a lot of research done. There was a lot of videos. And my doctor at the Huntsman Center said, there's no way that that's going to work for you. Your chemo is way too strong. And the pharmacist that was in the room said, I actually think it might work for you. And what if it doesn't? You're going to lose your hair anyways. So for me, it was worth the risk to try to save my hair because it was going to fall out anyways. And so we did the penguin cold caps and I was able to keep my hair. It did thin a little bit, but I still have a full head of hair. I somehow kept that on. I babied it and didn't start coloring it for six months after. And so now I'm really grateful that I did that because a year later, I'm completely done with this treatment. I am cancer free. I'm feeling really healthy, really good. And I don't look like I've been through cancer last year because I kept my hair. And as a woman, as a mom, hair is a big thing for us. And it's really what makes us us. And so to lose your hair and go bald and really I feel like not identify with yourself when you're looking in the mirror. Cause I know even when I have a bad hair day, it's like, Oh, I don't feel on top of my game because I'm having a bad hair day. Right. And so to have hair, I felt like I was still me. And for my kids, I was still their blonde mom. And for the most part, I really had the cancer journey that I had because of my kids, because I didn't want them to have the mom that they've seen on so many Disney movies where the mom went bald and died. That's just the way it typically goes in Hollywood is that when your mom has cancer, she dies. And so I really made the goal of not letting this year of cancer pass us by and be a year that we looked back on of, whoa, wasn't that hard. And so for my kids, I really tried to live the same life that we live, being a fun mom and doing all of the things with them, uh, going to movies, going to Chick-fil-A, going on vacations throughout all of my chemo treatments. I got to the point towards the end that after I had a chemo treatment, I was down and out for pretty much that entire week because they build on top of each other. 
but after that, I had surgery. I had 20 rounds of radiation in August, which was also a month that was our convention qualification for a title recognition in our business. And so between focusing on my husband and my kids and being a mom, my other focus was on earning a top promotion in our company. It was my year that I had set before I knew I had cancer was to earn this title promotion. And so I just created vision boards for that. I created I am statements for uh, being a mom and for earning this title promotion. I had no idea how it was going to happen, Mark. Most things that, I feel like we attract our things that you're like, I have no idea how it's going to happen. And a lot of it was on faith. And that title promotion came in at, with seconds to spare. Uh, we were able to achieve that. And so we worked for four months to maintain that. And now this year has been really, really fun because we earned a couple trips and a couple other exciting things because of those title promotions that we earned last year. And this year, 2018 has already been such a fun year and it's only May. Oh, I love it. You know, <laughs> it, it was interesting as you were sitting here talking about, you know, going through cancer and all of the trial, all of the stress that I put on your life, your mindset was never upon the, the woe was me, even when you had difficult times. And, and I, I can personally speak to the great treatment that you get up at Huntsman. Um, I've been a patient there. Um, so I was there for a couple of years and I understand what many of those stressors are that you're talking about. Um, and it was, it's interesting that as when you're diagnosed with cancer, you know, for me, it was, it was all, I, I immediately went into this negative side of, Oh, look at all the things I'm going to miss. And look, look at look at all of, uh, you know, how sad I'm going to be, how sad my wife is going to be, and how difficult this will be on the children. But, but the more and more I focused outward, and the more and more I focused on, no, I'm going to keep going forward, and this is what I'm shooting for. Um, we still had hard days, right? But, but as you look outward, it seemed to take the focus off of our own trial and our own difficulties and put it into a, a better perspective. And that was something that, that I did for me. And it sounds like you've done the exact same thing. It, it was always looking out, looking to see what are my goals? What am I going to achieve? And even on the days that you're, you're tired, you just kept going. And uh, that, that's, that's an amazing skill set and difficult to do. But you did it phenomenally, Courtney. I'm, I'm just so impressed, so absolutely impressed. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Mark. I'll tell you, I, it was not always easy. I think it probably looked more easy from the outside because that's always the picture that we kind of want to paint, I think, as human beings. Uh, but some of the things that really helped me with that, Mark, and like I say, some days I forgot that I had cancer. My friends I know and my business, they forgot that I had cancer. And it was because it wasn't my focus. I tried not to post about it on social media a lot. I like to post enough about it because I really do like to help other people that are in this same situation. I just believe that everything in life happens for a reason. And at the time, I did not know what the reason was. I said many times last year, I know everything happens for a reason. I hope someday I find out what the reason why I had cancer was. And I don't think I've all, all the way figured out what that reason was. But I will tell you 
that I'm really grateful for this experience because of the things that it taught me. I talked about comfort zones earlier and how we try not to push those comfort zones. And I had started doing things outside of my comfort zone two years before I had cancer. And it really had prepared me to be stronger than I thought I was and be more confident in myself and also in people. I also had this incredible community of thousands of people that would message me saying, I'm praying for you. I'm thinking about you. And that power of prayer was felt. And until you're able to experience it personally, I know that I had never really understood that statement until it was me that was needing that. Yes, that is exactly how I felt when they were, when they were praying for me. Um, that, that's funny. <laughs> Um, sorry, I'm, uh, having a hard time talking. I'm getting a little emotional here. Um, when I was diagnosed with lung cancer, um, several years ago, I, I remember our church congregation and family members and friends praying. And, and I always heard that, well, you'll, you'll feel the prayers. It wasn't until I went through that, that I truly had a hundred percent belief that I felt those prayers. And my family felt those prayers. And and you do as well. And I don't think I've ever heard anyone say it, probably because I don't often talk about my own health. But it is absolutely true that as someone else prays, you feel it. And you can't even describe it. But you just feel it and you know. And it, it is the most comforting thing that I've ever experienced in my life. Absolutely. And it is such a gift because like we've mentioned earlier, you know, being a super attractor, being into the law of attraction and focusing on the things that we want and not focusing on the things that we don't want, being able to feel prayers like that was again, such a confirmation that there is a higher power. You know, we're not here alone. We're not by ourselves, but not only is there a higher power, but also there is a strength in numbers. And that's where when you have cancer, when you have hard things in life happen, it's when the community comes out. It's when those friends are there for you, when your family is there for you. Uh, my husband and I leaned on each other more than ever before, and it wasn't always easy. A lot of times help things like this. They are also stressful in different ways, and we handle those things very differently. And so we really were so amazed and so grateful by the support that we had throughout this. And also for my kids, I will tell you, having young kids with a mom with cancer, that was my biggest concern and worry. I felt very confident in my doctors and that, you know, I was going to be okay. But what about them? And now I look at them and what a gift that this was for them because they have a compassion now that they can relate to other people. And I know that they're going to meet other people that have cancer that are close to them. And they have this connection firsthand where they can relate. And a relatable compassion is so strong and so powerful. And so I'm really grateful that they have that gift. And I'm also really proud of them because they were resilient through last year. So that really is one of the things that 
my husband and I have said, we're actually really grateful for this experience for a lot of different reasons. And I just keep having a feeling that there's more that's going to happen because of this. It was a hard year. It was one that you don't know how strong you are until strong is your only choice. But because I've been through this and because I have a little bit of a social uh, profile, I probably have two people per week on average that contact me that have been diagnosed as a young mom with cancer, have a friend, have a sister, have an aunt or a mom. And my eye is opened to how common really breast cancer is, where I thought when I got diagnosed with cancer, I was like, how did this happen? I'm 34 years old. I have three young kids. I nursed all of the kids, which you think helps prevent breast cancer. I was healthy. I worked out. I took good care of myself. And so it's one of those things where I thought, gall, you know, if I'm not immune to this, other people aren't either. And so I'm actually really happy and proud that I've been able to support other people. I am kind of a geek when it comes to things uh, online, I would say. If I don't know the answer to something, I Google everything. And so when I had breast cancer and was going through chemo, I really researched how to feel your best while getting chemo. And so I did things to prevent neuropathy, to keep my hair, to feel as good as I possibly could. And so I love being able to pass those tools along as well, because in the medical industry, especially at the Huntsman, they are so focused on treating the cancer, which is your number one first concern. And the patient care is kind of on the sideline. And so that external patient care, that part when you go home, the part when you're not getting treated, I think is just as important because the mental aspect is so key. And so feeling the best that you can, uh, feeling confident in yourself, and not feeling so sick, I think made a really big difference for me and my kids. Yeah, yeah, it really does. Um, I, I, I love that you did all the research and was just looking for how can I keep up? How can I keep happy? How can I keep going amidst this phenomenal trial uh, in life? But I, I think a lot of that has to do with you know what you focus on and, and what you choose to see is exactly what you will see and exactly what you will get, even when you're going through difficult times. Don't you agree? Absolutely. That is 100% was my biggest tool and biggest key. And I'm so grateful because it all came back to the secret. Strangely enough, if you've read the book, if you've watched the movie, I saw it in high school and it's one that I come back to a couple times a year. I have a lot of manifestation, um, growth books, you know, all of those types of self-help books, which I love because it goes hand in hand with our business because you're constantly growing and you're constantly becoming better and better so that you're attracting more people to you and your business can grow to another level and you get to change as a person a lot of times into that inner person that was in you all the time, it gets to come out. It gets to let that light shine and you get to help other people do the same thing. So when I found the secret, I remember it was in high school. I was going to a spring break trip in Arizona. I listened to the book, uh, probably on tape. I don't know, back in the day. 
And I remember hearing, I think the woman, he, she either had cancer, she had some health diagnosis. And what she did was she knew not to be around things that stressed her out, that gave her anxiety. And so she watched movies that made her laugh. I remember she said she just laughed, laughed, laughed. And so last year, that was what I did. I knew people that were toxic to me, I had to let go because I couldn't let their stress come into me when I felt like I'd already had enough on my shoulders. Um, I didn't watch TV shows that gave me anxiety. I don't listen to books. I stayed away from gossip as much as I could. Anything that was negative, I didn't want to let in. And this year I went to the first stressful movie in a year, Black Panther, and I almost had to walk out because I haven't been around something like that that really makes me feel tensed up or nervous of what's going to happen because I just stayed away from those things for an entire year. And it's really amazing to see what outside sources like that, that you don't realize are so powerful, what they're doing to you when you can just cut them off um, the way that I did for cancer and really just be able to focus on that positivity, meditation, and gratitude was my greatest resource, was just constantly looking for things that I was grateful for. Yes. And keeping a gratitude journal, focusing on those positive things, because every single day in life, when you start feeling stressed out, nervous, worried, scared, whatever it is, I just ask myself, am I living in the moment? Am I here now? Because it's a beautiful day. It's sunny. I have a great house that I live in. I feel really good. Whatever those things are. And just kind of counting your blessings to yourself and just being in the now. And asking yourself what feels good to you, because I truly believe that that is what attracts more positivity and more good things to us. I could not agree more. I could not agree more. Gratitude is one of the key things that, that I focus on, um, not only in my personal life, but in my professional life. Because as you focus upon those things that you have gratitude for, those things that, that you recognize as blessings, even difficult times can you can have gratitude for. But as you focus upon those things, it teaches your brain to see the good and to see the blessings that come out of every situation and every scenario. And when you surround yourself with, with other like-minded individuals, it's not like a kumbaya festival. In fact, people with high amounts of gratitude, it doesn't mean that they, that they don't have difficult times. They just approach that difficult trial with a different lens and a different different skill set. And they utilize different tools to help them get through. And one of those great tools is gratitude because it changes the way that you look at everything. And, and as you continue to focus on those things, you'll find that there are many people around you that are going through, dare I say, everyone that around you is going through a difficult time. Everyone has difficult days, difficult months, difficult years. Everyone either has a health challenge or know someone that has a health challenge and they're being impacted by it. But when you have gratitude and you choose, you conscientiously choose to see the blessings that come out of it, it, it has a, a, an amazing ability to heal oneself. It doesn't mean that everyone that has a gratitude will automatically be cured of cancer but I will tell you, for the people that have high amounts of gratitude going through cancer, their journey is very different than someone that looks at the negative. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. And that's where going through hard things in life, there are hard days. You know, you're not always positive. You're not always happy and always having the gratitude because there's some days that you can just be sad. You know, we all have the choice every day how we're going to feel, what we're going to do that day. And that's why I try to choose happiness at least 90% of the time because there is so much good. But I also allow myself, like I told you when I focused on um, that I have cancer, there were days that that I feel like was healthy too. And a lot of times it was when I was by myself and I was in my car and I'm like, how is this my life? And that's okay too, because you're not always going to be happy and that's okay. But when you focus on that majority of the time, you attract other people that are happy back at you and you can have a pretty incredible life because of that. I will tell you having cancer um, was really eye opening to what other things that people are going through because people would open up to me and say, Oh man, I had this happen or I was feeling really down that day or just whatever was, you know, hard in their life. And they thought, but Courtney has cancer. And to me going through cancer, I never felt like it trumped it all. Cancer doesn't trump it all. People are going through hard things and everyone has a different heart and it's what we decide to do with it. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's absolutely what we decide to do with it. Courtney, I've learned so much from you over this past 30 minutes. I, I'm just, I just absolutely love our conversation. I love all of my interviews because I get filled with great experience and knowledge and, and insight into people's lives and how they have made impact and change upon the world. And, and you are certainly making an impact, not only in your business and in your family, but with all those that you meet, because you, the way that you approach life is one that's filled with gratitude, choosing to be happy, choosing to, to continue to press forward no matter what the difficulties and trials, and accomplishing some pretty amazing things. Being a, an RFX Circle and Lexus Achiever is astounding for anyone, but you did it while being a young mom of three and with breast cancer, and it is absolutely absolutely invigorating to hear of your story and to hear of how you continue to press forward. Um, I just want to just quickly close here with maybe if you had just a few more moments to talk about the power of what you put into life is what you get out. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for all of those kind words. That really means a lot to me. And I'm so happy that you gave me this opportunity to share my story. I'm sure through time it's going to grow and evolve. And it's great to connect with other people that can relate to this as well. And being in this industry is such a positive thing for me. It is really something that never feels like work. I, I stay up late every night because I'm excited about my business and what's going on and what's possible and the lives that are changing because of it. As soon as I wake up in the morning, I'm back on it because I love seeing my own life change. I love seeing family trees change. And I love that this is an opportunity that really everyone can do if they choose to. And so my biggest takeaways from 2017 with the highs and lows and moving forward 
into my future, into my team's future and our family's future is really first thing is just not to sweat the small stuff. There are things that are going to happen every day and not sweating the small stuff, just knowing that you're in the right place at the right time for where you are meant to be. Also, to take risks. I've heard that saying, and it's just stuck with me that at the end of people's lives, the thing that they regret the most are the risks that they didn't take. And I can look back on my life of risks that I took that seemed really scary hard and how it has completely changed my life and reshaped the path of my life because I chose to take those risks. Now, they weren't always easy at the time, but it was something that once I decide to something, I stick with and I commit and follow all the way through. So I just highly recommend people to take risks because that is where our biggest growth opportunities are as a person. And also to focus on the end outcome. That is really where what your life turns out to be is really what you choose to make it. And so I try to focus on the end result. Being the person now for the end result that you want. If you've heard the saying, be, do, have. So are there things in life that we want to have? Those cars, vacation, house, giving to charities, whatever it might be. Focus on being that person now, today. What types of choices does he or she make? What are her habits? What books does she read? Who does she surround herself with? Because those are what are shaping you into that person that is going to have all of those amazing things. And so we're focusing on that end result. And that's where focusing on the outcome. I love vision boards. I love word affirmations because we talk to ourselves more than we talk to anyone else. We are constantly in our heads talking, whether you're one that talks to yourself out loud or in your head. But if you're sending yourself the messages that you want, so putting it out there, what do you want to have happen? And then also into the gratitude phase, because I hear of some people that say, I don't like vision boards and affirmations because I feel like I'm not grateful for what I have now. And so they work so hand in hand of loving the life that you have now and also loving the opportunities that are out there because there are so many cool and amazing and abundant things in this world in life that are available to all of us. And it's ourselves that are constantly growing and changing into the people that can be attracted to those things as well. I truly believe that life is limitless, that there are amazing possibilities as long as we can get out of our own way, which is something I'm still learning and growing and trying to work on every day of getting outside of my own way of hearing those voices inside that are like, no, it's too hard or who am I to do that? Or how could that happen? And just letting go, just letting go and letting things happen for us, which is pretty amazing when you look and see like, wow, that happened. When you see your vision board and think, oh my gosh, I got that exact laptop that I put on there. That trip happened, that decoration, that person, whatever it might be, where those turn into my gratitude boards of like, that is pretty dang amazing that I could dream that up and it actually happened. And so I love to teach my kids to keep dreaming, dream bigger. I love to teach my team to dream bigger and to let it happen for us.
Thank you, Courtney. What a great way to end this uh, this episode of the Happiness Dude podcast. I really appreciate the time that you have spent with us, and I know I have certainly learned a lot, and I am sure our listeners have as well. Thank you so much, and I look forward to talking with you again. Thank you, Mark. Thank you for listening to the Happiness Dude podcast. If you loved learning and being inspired today, make sure you subscribe to the Happiness Dude podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. When you leave a positive rating and share this episode, more people like yourself can hear these inspiring stories. To find out more information about Dr. Mark Leonard and The Happiness Dude, follow The Happiness Dude on Facebook for all announcements, events, and happiness insights. Or you can visit thehappinessdude.com. Thank you to our guest, Courtney Watkins. You can connect with Courtney on Instagram at glambamcourtney or via email, glambamcourtney at gmail.com.